The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It has been said that we are but one generation away from forgetting our history. Welcome to American Heroes Network, where we serve our American tradition. With Gary Ray, in our program, you will hear firsthand the personal accounts of heroes whose unselfish actions have contributed to the traditions and values that represent the soul of America. You'll also hear from our partners and affiliations presenting news events and ways that our veterans and their families can rebuild their lives. Now, here is Gary Ray. Good morning and welcome to the American Heroes Network Radio. Today is January 6th, 2015 and the first show of the new year and Happy New Year to everyone. Happy New Year to you. All right. All right. Happy New Year back. I'm your host, Gary Ray. I hope everyone had a chance to listen to last week's show. We had Dr. Vanderkoll, a lot of really great information about his book, The Body Keeps the Score. It's a must read. Be sure to, I'm sure you can find it right on Amazon, so check it out. Joining me today, we have Lieutenant Colonel Bill Forbes, U.S. Army retired. Sir, how are you doing this morning? Just fine, Gary. Thank you. All right. We also have Jim Klug. He's a national historian for the military or the Purple Heart. You're in uh, North Carolina right now. How's that going? Gary, fine. We're working our way across the great uh, south, and uh, we're here uh, visiting with some very dear friends, Jim and Helen Casty, Marine Corps retired. All right. All right. And nowhere near the Sears Tower, right? (laughs) <laughs> no, we. Uh, well, I got had to leave your your pinnacle up there on the top of the Sears Tower, Gary. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Well, I want every veteran and active military, just listen up. I would like to personally invite all veterans and active military to the American Heroes Breakfast Club. It's located at the 1876 Heritage Inn in Orange City, Florida, and it's actually in the Red Roof Cafe. Show us your picture VA card or military ID, and you'll receive a free breakfast every Monday and Tuesday until further notice. All made possible by Complete Parachute Solutions and Defending Freedom Warrior Weekend. Hey, guys, thanks for caring about our veterans. There is another American Heroes Breakfast Club affiliation located in Medford, Oregon, for your West Coast vets. Jim, tell us the day and time that they meet. Yes, Kerry, uh, it's Punky's Diner, and I'll tell you what, um, it's the greatest place. Uh, the food is absolutely excellent, and the pies, I'll tell you what, <laughs> you've never tasted a pie like that. Uh, the vets started showing up every Wednesday at about 7 in the morning, and by 8 o'clock, things are well underway, and pretty close to 50, 55 veterans uh, from every war and every branch gather together, and it's a glorious time. Well, that's great. Uh, you know, I, that's great to see. And you do quite a bit over there, right? Those pies. I heard about those pies. Oh, they're and, wonderful. Uh, I can't, yeah. I, it's honestly the best pie I've ever eaten. That's unbelievable. Bill, what kind do you want? Well, I'll, I'll take a lemon meringue pie today. Right. They got it. They got it. Hang on. All right. The first half of our show today, we're going to talk about the American Heroes Network Radio and the American Heroes Network, Inc. Our second half, we're going to have a special guest on that really believes in never giving up. And today, 
He's a very, very successful businessman. Let's get on with the show. Jim, go ahead and radio board me, and I'll tell you anything. <laughs> All righty. Promise. <laughs> Gary, uh, you've got such a great uh, effort going here, and I just wonder back, uh, you know, heading back to the headlines on January 2013, uh, when you started American Heroes uh, Radio, how did that all begin? Well, you know, it's kind of funny. Uh, I, I, you know, you have to apply for licenses and stuff, uh, you know, in the city and, and in the state. And uh, uh, all of a sudden I got this call and uh, it was a reporter and wanted to know more about it. Next thing I know, I see the headlines on the front page saying Veteran Launches uh, Deltona-Based Internet Radio Station. And the biggest question there is, where the hell is Deltona? <laughs> Nobody knew. But believe me, Deltona is the largest city in Volusia County. Uh, and, and it's kind of mind-boggling, uh, especially when you look at the demographics of it. It's, uh, it's a big city. And they also have a veterans museum here, too. All right? Now, that, that was back on uh, January 15th. 2013. We're starting our third year, and I think my my just my feeling, knowing that 60 million people listened to the internet radio that month, the month actually before I started, and what I wanted to do is take care of uh, and, and have knowledge of the American veterans' issues and concerns that make this into something that's never been done before. Wow, beautiful. Yeah. So, well, Gary, it, this is a, a, a phenomenal program that exists, and I, I, I guess the next step in this is to just determine by way of preparation for this, what kind of experience did you have to start this up? All right. Get that phone. <laughs> Uh, let me start from the beginning here. I have more than 19 years in the insurance industry, along with successful management of two of the largest insurance companies in Florida. I was also the co-founder and co-developer of Worldwide Racing Network. I worked with NASCAR and the Turner Sports Interactive NASCAR Touring Series. I hosted radio talk shows for NASCAR touring drivers and teams throughout locals, with actually with the help of local uh, stations along the East Coast. In 2008... I joined the Armed Forces Radio Network as the public relations director providing radio interviews and web content while participating in many of the community events. In February 2011, I was promoted to president. And in August 2012, I left the organization to pursue my passion for technology and the 21st century resources to better help our veterans and families rebuild their lives. I have to admit, when we made some, we have made changes over the last couple of years just to match the growing needs of our veterans and the organizations. But today, the American Heroes Network radio airs weekly with true stories of our American heroes, along with an active network of stellar organizations that provide a wide range of benefits for our veterans and military families. These, just to touch on a few of those, they include outreach to mental health, physical uh, wellness programs, career employment opportunities. Service, uh, service companion animals, uh, financial aid, mortgage-free housing, educational scholarships. This, I guess I mentioned more than a few there, huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Gary, uh, so what about nonprofit? I mean, uh, I know that plays a major uh, 
you know, role in uh, the veterans, uh, you know, programs, how are you aiding them? Well, you know, from the beginning, from our very first show, uh, and it's still offered today, we offer a full hour of free airtime for nonprofit organizations that are really making a difference in helping our veterans. In the past, we have also helped get bills passed and federal funding back for organizations that lost their funding. Wow. Pretty wild, huh? Well, Gary, uh, uh, I think uh, we'd like to know what have some of these nonprofit organizations said about the American Heroes Network? Uh, have we gotten feedback from them in terms of how this is uh, uh, helping in the veterans community? Uh, I have a couple right here, as a matter of fact. Kind of, kind of unique, huh? <laughs> well, you know, I think we all remember uh, the Veteran Support Centers of America run by Jerry Black. Uh, yeah. He's a phenomenal guy, and again, uh, they take in a lot of uh, uh, homeless uh, guys, but uh, vets, and they also what they do, they train them uh, to get jobs and uh, get them ready for society again. Okay, and here's something, here's uh, some of the excerpts from uh, a letter that I received from them. They're proud to support the men and women in and out of uniform and salute the American Heroes Network for their ceaseless devotion to this great cause. They also have said that please let your listeners know how much we appreciate and that we could not have done this alone. So hearing something like that, uh, what what happened here is uh, their funding was taken away. And, uh, of course, we went on the radio, talked about it, uh, got word out to everyone. And, and again, if it wasn't for our listeners, uh, we couldn't, couldn't have done it. Now, we also have another one here, uh, actually from the Wounded Warriors Project. Um, and they were fighting to pass a bill that was going to put our TBI veterans um, uh warehouse them and put them out in the streets because the program, uh, this program was only, it has to be reviewed every five years and it was that time. So actually, uh, just a couple days after the show, we received an email saying, I'm down to fight for a cause with you at any day, Gary, because the Wounded Warriors Project, the um, uh, IAVA, all were fighting for the passing of this bill, and it, and it was passed. So that's kind of unique to get this thing extended again for another five years, and hopefully it can become a, a permanent fixture on the VA roster. And one other here that we have uh, is actually from the Stand Down House with, uh, uh, run by uh, Roy Foster. It's another one of the support Stand Down Houses, and uh, he has actually helped over 2,000 homeless and at-risk veterans since 2000. The support of the American Heroes Network, and, and he also is requesting to be part of the network support, actually a support partner with the network. And you'll, I'll tell you a little bit more about the network as we progress. Wow, that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. I think, Bill, you have a question? Well, tell us about the launch of the American Heroes uh, Breakfast Club. Oh, definitely. The Breakfast Club is kind of kind of unique. We just launched that, what, about three weeks ago. And uh, uh, if, you're, if you're a veteran or, or active military, show your ID card or VA card or military, as long as it's some kind of proof that you're a veteran, 
Um, you will receive a free breakfast every Monday and Tuesday until further notice. Uh, again, we're trying to you know build up as big as uh, the one in Medford, um, and uh, hopefully more. Because here in Volusia County, we have over seventy thousand veterans, and uh, we're trying to pull them out from their hiding spots. So guys, get in here. Uh, you know, camaraderie, a uh, little fun, and, and uh, get things accomplished, and that's what it's all about. Okay. You know, Gary, I've got to add to that that um, our group, that uh, as we gather each week, uh, we discuss the uh, topics that have been discussed on the radio in the last week. We're running a few days late since we uh, meet right after our broadcast. But, Gary, it's amazing. The uh, veterans in our community, in our breakfast group, um, we we talk about uh, the the importance of American Heroes Radio and how you keep us in tune to the issues and the and the topics that are so important to us, Gary. There isn't another resource, a clearinghouse, where we can go as veterans and find out what's going on in the community and where to go for help. And that's serving a great need. So the veterans uh, breakfast uh, groups, um, it's a great opportunity to come together and then. I've got to say, we lead back right to the main source, and of course, that's your broadcast. Gary, it's a, it's, it's a treasure. Nothing like this is happening anywhere, and you had this vision, and Gary, it's a blessing. Well, I appreciate it. And uh, Bill, you were going to say yeah, something? Yeah, Gary, um, and, and, and I, I sort of uh, missed this question, and I think it's very important. Is there a difference between the American Heroes Network Radio and the American Heroes Network Incorporated? Mm-hmm. Well, yes, good question. And uh, what we're going to do is uh, when we come back from break, well, we'll continue on with that. Uh, today's show is brought to you by First Class Merchant Services. Also, check out our local partners page to see local businesses that support our veteran community. Just be sure to support them back. I'm Gary Ray along with Bill, Jim, and our guest, me. Gary Ray. (laughs) You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com
You are tuned in to American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. All right, welcome back. Uh, uh, Bill, you asked a question as far as uh, the difference between American Heroes Network Radio and the American Heroes Network, Inc. There is a big difference, and I think that's where a little bit of confusion lies. As I mentioned before, American Heroes Network Radio airs weekly the true stories of our American heroes along with an active network of stellar organizations that provide a wide range of benefits for our veterans. The radio's revenue would come from national and local advertisers, corporate sponsors, as well as supporters, which would leave enough left for a couple burgers and fries. Uh, by the way, <laughs> by the way, we have a very unique marketing platform set up that will bring in millions of site visitor, visitors along with the launch of our loyalty products. If you're interested in checking them out, the rates on these, just be sure to drop me an email at marketing at AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. Now, that's about the radio. As far as the network goes, the network of organizations that are actually helping our veterans and will provide financial support for our network partners. So once we, once we check them out and make sure that they are really helping veterans, and there's a lot of organizations out there that are grassroots that are helping veterans. We want to we help support them financially. And uh, that's all going to come through the retail sales of our line of uh, loyalty brands. And that's right. All profits go to the network partners. Some of these products will be launched the first quarter of this year. So keep an eye out. Gary, I, I had the privilege of seeing some of those uh, individual items, and uh, I, I just got to encourage everybody, get on the website, take a look, and see what's there, because there's some great things out there, and, and it seems like almost every time we turn around, you're mentioning somebody new that wants to come on board with, a, with something that's really uh, pertinent and important to us as veterans and community of veteran supporters. It's just a great product or service. Oh, well, thanks. Again, uh, you know, it's, it's understanding the two, and uh, that's why we, we, when we get these uh, support letters from uh, these organizations, they all want to be part of the network. And again, uh, we just want to make sure that uh, uh, a, a large portion of what they do bring in goes to help these veterans. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, Gary, I've got uh, a question that's sure. uh, kind of off the wing. Um, there's so many different directions you can go, and I think you're pretty well in a in a pretty straight track now towards uh, those issues and concerns that universally uh, affect all veterans. What do you see in, in the year of 2015? Is as you're you've already got such a tremendous growth. I don't know of another business that could have grown more exponentially than you have, and and yet you don't call yourself a business because true in your heart, your, your dedication. And I've not, I've been around the military or the Purple Heart and other service organizations. We see a lot of veterans, individuals that are anxious to be of service. But Gary, I think that's your heart and soul. And uh, I, uh, I respect that. I truly respect that. You're, uh, you've got great things. What do you got in plans for 2015? Anything new? 
Well, you know, again, it's a, a lot to do with uh, the loyalty brands that we're going to be handling. There's um, going to be multiple uh, loyalty brands, and and I believe that uh, this can actually help the grassroots organizations because, again, the grass Bill about the grassroots organizations, uh, they're they're on your local level, aren't they? A- a- absolutely, and and those uh, organizations are very, very much in close contact with veterans and their families who are in need uh, from from many different categories. And I think it is the closest, uh, I mean, in terms of uh, an organization being immediately available to assist veterans in their communities. I remember with Jerry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I hit my knee, hit the wrong button. <laughs> so I'm talking away over here, and nobody can hear me. <laughs> and I heard Jim go, oh, "What happened?" <laughs> yeah. Um, again, it's uh, to to help them uh, because you know I noticed that the grassroots have unique ideas, ideas that need to be spread over every inch of this uh, nation um, because they are helping vets. Uh, even even when we have authors on, uh, you know, such as um, um, Meriwether Ball uh, and, and how, many, how many Marines that she has uh, had stories for. I mean, some of these guys, uh, especially the Puller Chronicles, she has a book out that uh, is a very good book, by the way. And uh, if you get a chance to uh, check it out uh, or buy it, it's the uh, Puller Chronicle. Uh, again, you know, she helps vets, uh, just la- and she understands where they're coming from. Uh, so it's important. And, you know, uh, the doctor we had on last week, uh, uh, Vanderkoll, Dr. Vanderkoll, uh, phenomenal guy, uh, world-known. Pardon me? He's just tremendous. I mean, what a resource. Yes, Definitely. And Bill, uh, you like what he had to say. There was something about his book that, uh, uh, um, that he was more or less, uh, you were all excited about. Well, absolutely. Uh, 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 Dr. Van der Kool was uh, uh, making mention about uh, how well at least uh, we prepare our men and women to go in to deal with a combat, uh, uh, combat or uh, uh, situation there uh, in, in, in basic training and getting ready to be able to face uh, what goes on in a combat situation. And he says the, the kinds of things that we bring back as a result of our service uh, and, and reintegrating that there should be a basic training for reentry and reintegrating back with our homes and our communities. I think that is so important. And that particular basic training will go on for some time because uh, these individuals are going to be spending a significant portion of their times uh, just trying to get back to some semblance of uh, where they were before this all came about. All right, all right. And again, just remember, here at American Heroes Network Radio and American Heroes Network, Inc., we are doing things that have never been done before. We're going to go ahead and take an early break right now. Our guest is uh, on hold, and uh, uh, I'm Gary Ray, along with Bill Jim, and you're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back with our special guest. 
Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter as the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. Streaming live. The leader in internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned in to American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Well, welcome back. We're, our special guest just stopped in. And, uh, Jim, you have the honor of introducing him. I do, uh, Gary. Thank you for that. It's my good friend. Uh, Michael Robard served in Vietnam in the United States Army's 1st Battalion, uh, the Big Red One of the 7th Field Artillery Regiment. While on patrol, his convoy was attacked by a suicide bomber, and Mike was wounded. In October 2005, Michael was medically retired from the United States Army and returned home to start a life as a civilian again. One of his first jobs included a sales position with a 24-hour fitness uh, incorporated, a role in which he developed an effective sales strategy and soon earned recognition as a top-performing representative. He eventually left the company to pursue a better opportunity in the merchant services industry, helping businesses manage their transaction payments, credit card processing, online ordering, and similar operations. Michael's, and I've got to say, Michael's incredible work ethic and strong people skills led to his achievement as a private firm's position as general manager. Then Michael went on to work with a call center operating with the Purple Heart Services, leading sales operations and sales training and encouraging revenue growth. Then in 2009, Mike and a longtime friend launched their own merchant service companies, Cirrus Payments and That is an incredible company, and Mike's going to tell us more about that. But within the last year and a half, they have transformed Cirrus uh, Payments into a multi-million dollar enterprise with more than 65 on-site employees and over 80 sales reps serving clients in the United States, Canada, and soon they're going to open up in Mexico. It's my honor and privilege to, again, welcome my very good friend, Michael Robards. Michael, welcome. Hey, I appreciate you guys having me on the show. A couple of minor corrections, Jim, and I hate correcting you, but uh, I was in Iraq, and the name of the company is called Securus, S-E-C-U-R-U-S. But no big deal, still love you. (laughs) Securus. And you said Securus? 
Yeah, we uh, okay. we actually thought of the name ourselves. Uh, we couldn't really agree on the right name for the company, so I just basically sent a blast out to all these all of our sales reps, and they started giving me different options. And this one girl knew Latin, and she kind of came with some Latin names, and I was like, and she said Securus. I'm like, oh, that sounds interesting. What does it mean? She's like, Secure, free of concern. I was like, boom, there it is. There's the winner. Wow. Wow. Thank you, know, Mike. Thanks for that clarification. Yes, yeah, so we'll definitely have to get into that. But, Mike, when you returned home as a civilian again, tell us about, um, it seems like you always were successful at no, no matter what job you uh, were working at. And, again, what about that first job? Yeah, that kind of that came all later in life. You know, I had no clear idea what was going to happen after I got out of the military. I knew that, you know, my, my hearing was, was being rebuilt. My eardrums were being rebuilt. I had TBI. It wasn't diagnosed. There was a lot of things that were in the unknown that I was exploring, but I didn't, and the treatment was there. Was, there was a multitude of appointments and things to go to, but the income wasn't there. So basically, I could only live at my grandma's house with my wife for so long uh, before I said, you know what, this isn't the life I promised her, and this isn't the life I promised myself. I'm just some beat-up, wounded war vet that's going to appointments all day, and I can't do it. And, you know, I love going to the doctor and getting treatment and everything like that, but being paid, it was like 1064 1100 bucks, whatever it was, a month to support a wife. And if you had a family at the time, you know, that's definitely not going to cut it. So I had to go out there and, and get to work. Wow. That's, wow. that's true. Oh, tough transition, Mike. Yeah, I mean, life is tough. You know, that's basically what it's all about is how much abuse you can take and keep on forging forward. You know, I could be a little bit more well-rounded from a medical sense, but I don't think that the toughness sense would necessarily be there. So I kind of take it with a grain of salt and be positive about it and just keep driving on. It's the Army motto, right? Yeah. Well, Mike, I think another, if I've, I've said this to you before and to Gary and to Bill, that I think uh, you, one of your other little, this my little, and we've all heard it, but the never give up. And, uh, Mike, that's I think that's your uh, a, a personal, uh, you know, standard for you. You're, uh, you're the kind of person that... Uh, Good enough isn't good enough. You want to do everything the very best that can possibly be done by anybody, and that's that's who you are. Absolutely. I mean, it was the same in the military. You know, I was on the Colt team for Ford Observers, and you know, we were the biggest and the baddest, and our eyes and everyone else's, and you know, that's all I ever wanted to be. But you know, even this time around, it was a little bit harder because I can't sleep. I'm sweating every night. I'm tired every day. You know, and it, it just basically takes the, the stresses and, and all those things that you would in, incur in, in Iraq when I was there in OAF2 in the beginning, you know. And, you know, we go out there, we had soft skin Humvees that we bolted up our up armor on so they could only go 30, 35 miles an hour when you're trying to go through a kill zone or you got IEDs blowing off. It's not very uh, in your favor. But think of that in a civilian sense. Now I kind of deal with the same type of things. But it's in regards to my mind or not, you know, being and not being able to sleep and the other shortcomings that, you know, I have to deal with today. So I guess in reality, you don't ever really leave that hardness. It just, it just encompasses who you are now. And it's up to you to figure out what to do with it. Kind of like a special power. Like a lot of people can't take the abuse that we can. And that's why the world doesn't give them what they want. But people like us that just get up and we fight every day, we go out and we take it and we make it. Beautiful. You know, I know companies that uh, always have their own marketing procedures. I guess, uh, what did you do to become the uh, the number one uh, rep on that first job? Uh, uh, for to 20, cha yeah, for, change things. For 24 Hour Fitness, they would have us go 
hand out those free 10-day passes uh, so, you know, try and encourage people to come into the club. And they'd have me do that, you know, about two hours a day. And I'm like, well, what's the point of doing that if I'm not getting any credit for it? Like, nobody's going to know. It's not going to benefit me. It just helps you guys out. So I got the bright idea to go to Kinko's and buy those uh, stamps, like little ink stamps that said, call Mike for details and then the club address. So that way, every time I was out and, you know, going, going to the mall or something, I see all those cars and I just stick those things on there. And I'd show up to work an hour or two so, uh, before, before my shift so that way I could stamp everything out. And then I'd have ink all over the place. It'd be on my face. It'd be on my hands. It'd be laughing at me. I thought it was funny. <laughs> but that started generating traffic. I started getting people in. I said, that's pretty good. I'm not number one yet. And I want to be number one. So what else could I do to get creative? Well, once a month, they had this thing called First Thursday right outside of the club because it was located downtown. And it was like an art exhibit type thing. And there's hundreds and hundreds of people that would come through as well as like Blazer Games. Um, so we had different opportunities in Portland to, to get a large number of volume of people, but I had to attract them. So we had this game called Spin the Win to where you write down a friend's name and number, you spin the wheel, and everybody walks away with a free prize. So we had like Frisbees, T-shirts, stuff like that. So the whole goal was is to capture the name and number, and, make, and then that would in turn be a lead. So I was like, well, what's the biggest, craziest thing I could do? King of Cars, that show was uh, kind of becoming hot at the time, and they had the guy that dressed like a blue genie. So I said, you know what? I'm going to try that. Um, I guarantee that's going to work. Like, I see how he does it as a novelty, but, and, and he tries to get sales with it, but I wanted to be able to get tens and hundreds of sales with it. So went to Goodwill, found me a little genie outfit, got the gold shoes on, painted myself blue, and I went after it. So people would be looking, and they, they would think I was a trained actor or, you know, that they paid somebody to do that, which would probably cost somebody two or three grand to put on a show like that. But I did it for free, and I turned that into thousands and thousands of dollars because they were like, I was like, hey, I heard you ran the Blue Genie yesterday. They are like, oh, was that you? And like, I wish I was a genie. I wouldn't be working here. I grant myself a better <laughs> wish than this if you know what I mean. <laughs> That's right. And I was able to pull three or 400 uh, leads in about four hours. So it's like literally about 100 leads an hour just screaming and hooting and hollering, jumping around <laughs> like a fool. But I'll tell you what, that crazy mindset and that, what, that wild appearance is what attracts attention. And then you capitalize on that show them the club and the benefits of exercise and fitness. Amazing. All right. All right. Now, now you eventually... Bill, that, 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 that sounds as if that there was a situation where taking risk uh, yielded rewards. Yeah, you have, to, you have to jump over personal barriers and face harsh criticism. And that's what the world is. It's very critical. But I guess I'm crazy, quote-unquote, enough to paint myself blue, but... How crazy am I when I'm sitting there number one in the Northwest with the trophy, though, right? So it was all worth it. That's the reward. Right? That's right. That's right. All right. Now, you eventually left that company to pursue a better opportunity? I did. Um, you know, I was, I was bringing in a significant amount of revenue, and I was on base plus a small commission. And I said, I, I want to go commission only. I, I can bring in a lot of money, and I think I deserve to get a lion's share of it. So I started looking for different jobs, went through 10 interviews or so, and I came across this one that was selling uh, in the industry I'm in now, which is selling credit card machines and ATM machines. And I'm like, wow, you can sell that? That's crazy. I'll do it. So the, you know, the story on that is, is that um, the company I was working for, uh, I, didn't, I didn't get too much training, not like I have set up now where it's like an institution, like the military, but, you know, kind of got a, a one or two day thing and they said, all right, go out and sell. 
So, okay. <laughs> so I'm just going to, basically I took the informative approach just, hey, I'm new to this business. I don't really know much about this. So I'm not going to try to sell you because I couldn't even if I, if I knew how to. So I'm just going to try and do a fact-finding mission. And it took me two or three months to really get the hold of it. And it was commission-based, so that's the downside of my, my, third, my appetite for getting the lion's share was is that I also went poor in the beginning, like I've always been, in the way I grew up. Because I didn't have any money growing up. So for me, it's easy. You know, it's easier than most people is that, you know, I can go live with my grandma again if I have to, or whatever, whatever I have to do. But I'll, I'll be back, right? I'll be back on that mountain and I'll stay right next to you. So it took it, you know, it took me three or four months to really get the hold of it. But I started, it started clicking. And I started getting better, and better, and then I was getting six accounts a month, and then ten, and then twelve, and then fifteen, and then twenty, and then fifteen, and twenty. So it was in that consistent barrier. But I had to travel. I, I never, I was never at home. You never ever saw me. I was living in hotels, weeks on weeks out. I would go on the road for a month, come back for a week, and then right back on the road again for a month going up and down, all the way up and down the West Coast, as high as Bellingham, as low as, as San Diego. I mean, wow. I basically treaded all over the West Coast. And I had to, because I couldn't sit at home and wait for these leads to come to me. I couldn't sit there and wait for the opportunity to come for me. I had to go make it. And I found, I found a way by, of doing that by going door to door, talking to people, getting kicked in the, in the face, so to speak, and putting up with the abuse and the pain and the loneliness of, Obviously, being uh, you know um, married at the time and stuff, and it, it was uh, it was difficult, and it may have ruined the relationship. Who knows? But you don't question God's will. But it is what it is, and I did what I had to do. All right. Well, amazing, amazing, Mike. Uh, that kind of dedication and focus, and you told us that you covered basically the western United States uh, coastline and the states, you know, going into it, and. You know, you uh, you established some uh, the work ethic. I guess I see it all over uh, in you, and and all of the different applications where I've watched you with the military or the purple art. Um, your ethic of uh, of accomplishment is is amazing. I appreciate it. Absolutely. So uh, kind of funny because I was I was that way in the in the army too. You know, one of those cool guys they would say the ones that come in they want to get that stinking PT patch, that perfect Mister Loud Johnny war, you know, guy, and uh, it was funny because they'd say extend to the left for exercises and stuff, and I'd be like, ah, and I'd be screaming and jumping up and down because I loved it so much, and they'd be like, Robers, you better be quiet, knock it off, we don't need that around here, like, settle down, and then they're like, let's go, let's go, you know, we're going to go for a four-mile run, I was like, and I laughed, they're like, you think that's funny, uh, Private Roberts? and I was like, why don't we make it eight, and they said, all right, fine, and <laughs> needless to say, that night in the barracks was a little rough on me. But ultimately, we need crazy guys like me to, to balance the group out and, you know, them, for them to refine me into the no one open my mouth and not one open my mouth. So that was kind of the end of that at that time. But that was the ambition level I had going in. <laughs> oh, it is. Now, you also uh, worked at a call center. I guess that was your next job? Yeah. Um, we had a falling out with the owner in, in the sales business, and I was burnt out. I mean, I, I laid, you know, I, I went thousands and thousands of miles. I ruined my cars. I, I had, you know, my tires were exploding. I, and like, it seemed like every dollar I got, my tires would blow up. Why did they blow up? Because the alignment went out because I was driving thousands of miles, potholes, stuff like that. So every time I got 300, 400 bucks, I want to get myself something nice. Boom, that happens. And I was just sick of it. And I just couldn't do it anymore. So I said, I'm getting away from sales. I'm going to, 
I want to do something like, you know, just do some good, you know, instead of just running around and destroying myself. So I was uh, Googling different things like appointment setting and, and stuff with my skill set, and uh, it came up on Purple Heart Services. And they basically take veterans who can't get out of bed, who can't uh, move around a lot, and they can recover. They just can't be running around all over the place. You know, that, that's very, very critical. And, you know, they still need to work their mind to get a sense of well-being and a sense of purpose, and that's what that was, and I really liked that. I like the concept of what it was is that veterans that were injured could work from home and sell advertising space. And it's kind of like your show, um, same thing. And uh, they would have, you know, these shows and guests and all these things, and we'd sell advertising packages, whether it be a 30-second commercial, 60-second, whatever, banner ads. And then we'd also, in between that, we'd be selling different types of things like Google SEO services, appointment setting services, basically anything and everything. And once we got a foothold on it, we could get money allocated to hire X amount of vets. So, you know, we could do specifically an appointment setting campaign and that would be, you know, hopefully like a million dollar year contract and you could hire 20 or 30 or 40 vets each, you know, and, and they, they would work for at least a year on the campaign. So that was kind of my whole goal was going in there was to help them grow, help them learn how to sell because us veterans, we're not necessarily salespeople. You know, we're more like workhorses. We work with our bodies and instead of our minds, you know, sometimes. And I wanted to kind of show them what I've learned through using my body and using all those things and, and being physical and going through the sales process and traveling over the place. This is how you do it. And it's really not that difficult. You just have to kind of get your brain tuned a little bit different and just expand, get out of the box and then expand your horizon, your radius, you know, and, I was able to go in there, and we uh, grew revenue by about 400%. And uh, it, was, it was cool. I, I really in, enjoyed it. And I got right on the phones with these guys and gals. And, you know, we were, I was selling the packages myself. <laughs> so it was, it was cool because it's not only like, I'm not going to come in and say, you do it like this, do it like this, because I'm successful or I was successful before. You have to do it my way. I just show them. And, and I show them, and I say, look, I just signed X amount of revenue. You didn't try this and and you know after a little bit and they were really receptive to it and it worked I earned their respect because you got to lead from the front especially in sales the last thing somebody wants is someone to come in and say do this do that when they don't necessarily have the respect for you yet because you haven't helped us personally and salespeople they think a little different you know it's right. military ask what their mind says you know, it seems like, you know, that's the ticket, always thinking outside the box, uh, uh, you know, move ahead, uh, don't give up, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, you got to. I mean, the, 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 you know, the world or, or some things, they, they kind of constrain you and they say that uh, you're limited. Uh, you know, for example, if you had a bad experience with the VA or healthcare or something like that and you can't get an appointment to your liking, there's other methods, there's other ways, there's other help out there, but, and I'm sure we'll talk about this later, but the world and a lot of things they try to put you in that box but me just the kind of person I was I, I was always outside of it and then I got a lot of trouble not like police trouble but just like pushback from superiors and other people because they wanted me to like be like this be like this and drive it in my head that's like thinking in my head like I get what you're saying but I'm really like this and how about if you did it like this and they're like no get back in the box and I said I'm going to sneak back out <laughs> <laughs> alright alright <laughs> 
<laughs> well, we're going to take a break. Be sure to check out our sponsor, First Class Merchant Services. If you own a business and are interested in saving money on your merchant account services, call First Class Merchant Services right now at 407-401-0772. That's 407-401-0772. Don't forget to go to our American Heroes Network Facebook page and like us. I'm Gary Ray along with Bill, Jim, and our guest, Mike, uh, Mike Robards. Uh, you're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice American Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Mike Robarts. And uh, uh, who was it? Who was going to ask that question? Bill? Yes. Okay. Mike, uh, uh, you, you have given us some outstanding information in terms of what your success has been since. Uh, uh, you return to uh, civilian life uh, from the military. Uh, tell us wh- where you're going from this point now. What are some of the objectives that you have in mind now to to continue your your successful pursuits? I mean, basically, it's just that blind pursuit of happiness. You know, I'm 31, and I don't know what's going to happen next. I know with the the company that we had, we uh, we sold to a public company called Excel. And for, uh, you know, slight for shares and stuff like that. Um, and we're really driving the needle on that. We're doing a lot of great things with that company. And, you know, they're basically helping us to get to that next level. And that next, and I needed a mentor. And, uh, you know, we have Kip and Bob, our, our uh, CEO and uh, CFO. And I basically needed like a father figure to say, like, look, I built this monster with the, all my buddies, you know, all my friends. And what do I what do I do now? And we had no idea what to do. And coming from me, like, what do I know about running a giant corporation? What do I know about being 
uh, you know, partners in an investment company on Wall Street. What do I know about that? I don't know anything about that. I'm just a guy that grew up in Southeast Portland with nothing. I had nothing. I came from nothing. And the, the neighborhood and area I came from, you weren't supposed to be nothing. But I defied and, and went against those odds. And I knew that I, I joined the military because I didn't have any other option. Like, I would have been nothing. And that wasn't me. And, you know, a lot of it, it, you know, I had no money for college. It was just a tough time. So I said, if I can make it back from that, then I can be something. I can be somebody. And, and I did. And, I mean, I barely made it back. You know, in Iraq, I got hit by uh, five one five five rounds in the, in the trunk and C4 and ball bearings face-to-face when I was facing rear on the machine gun. And I was literally, I, I took, you know, for, I took 10 cc's of morphine every hour on the hour for 48 hours straight to keep me somewhat manageable and laying on a hospital bed, I couldn't walk for two weeks. You know, I thought, that's it. It's over with. Um, you know, Mr. Johnny Hula, like I'm going to take over the world. I'm going to do everything. And then, and then you're laying there on the hospital bed. Yeah. So, you know, to be able to come back from that, it's just, it's just a show of toughness and, and tenacity. And that's the reason why I do this stuff is that I see a lot of great, great guys and great soldiers and patriots and Americans that just, they sit there and they don't get out of that bed. And, and it hurts and it sucks, yes, but if I can throw myself on the line like that and show these guys it's going to be okay, then that's what I'm here to do. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Very true, and we really appreciate you, uh, uh, you know, telling us about uh, your experiences, and again, uh, reminding everyone uh, not to give up. Uh, so that means a lot, it really does. Well, so. I appreciate it. I mean, it's it's what us Americans do. Ever since the beginning of time, we've bound together. We've been resilient. We've been tough, innovative, and cunning, and we stuck together. And we've always pushed and paid forward. But it's the best country in the world. Yeah, that's Mike. That's so wonderful. Gosh, you're uh, Mike. You're a good. You're a you're a patriot, and uh, and boy, I'll tell you what. You rank really high in in so many of our hearts. Uh, I have got to say, in the in the community of military of the Purple Heart, uh, you're uh, you're one of the finest, and I say that with all honesty and sincerity, Mike. Uh, I appreciate your friendship and your determination and uh, your resolve to do the very best for everybody that you have the ability to come in contact with. I've got to say, I sat with Mike many a time uh, side by side. We've gone into the into the Capitol and we visited our representatives and Mike is forthright and honest and uh, just so positive. He brings it right to the forefront and is really clear about what his goals are and uh, nobody can argue with that. It's just so, so refreshing. Well, that's just great, Jim. And I think uh, along with that, uh, Mike, one of the things that's so important is that these uh, that when we when we get back into our civilian communities, doing what we're doing, like what you're doing, is that we look out for each other. You know, veterans helping veterans, and uh, that that that's a, that's a big thing to to move us along. Because I think if you mentioned earlier uh, on uh, 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 some of these individuals who have been uh, impacted with their service and they come back and they see it as the end of the world just to sit there and to and to vegetate when really it's it's a new beginning and to make something out of that new beginning absolutely I mean 
life is, is very short and even shorter if, you know, the things don't go your way overseas and stuff like that. But it's on us. Like, look at the, the younger generation. We have so much talent. We have so much drive. We have so much motivation out there, but we're not utilizing that. Like, with the Purple Heart, when I was the commander there and, and Jim was there with me, it's just, it, it, it's, it's sad because they don't know that, like, you have a place you can come once a month and be like everybody just like you. And then you can go back to, you know, rebuilding yourself and your life and stuff like that. But people in the organization can get you things that other things can't. If you go to the VA for certain things, and, you know, I, I love the VA, and I don't have anything bad to say about them, but they have a huge log. They have a backlog. They have a lot of things they have to do. And they have guys in the chapter that don't necessarily have anything to do, per se, but help us. I mean, I have a lot of help from those guys in the chapter, especially Jim. Uh, just like little things like marching on Capitol Hill and fighting for more funding for, uh, for veterans, uh, you know, like for the VA, for, you know, which we got. You know, things like that make me feel good. And that's right. what gets me out of bed as opposed to just sitting there saying, uh, I can't hear out of my right ear anymore. I have a headache the rest of my life. I can't sleep every single night. Like, I don't want to think about those things. I want to take and make those things not be in vain. That's I want to take those things and use them as an example in front of somebody like a congressman or something like that to where it's like I represent them because they can't represent themselves. But they will as the word starts to spread and they know that the younger generation is, is we're ready. We are out, and we need to do something with this military thing because we have numbers, and there's a lot of us. But yes. all those numbers are scattered, and all those numbers are sporadic, and all those numbers don't know what they can do. And that's why they need someone like me, someone like Jim, who can orchestrate stuff like this, because we have great minds. Like These guys that went to World War II Vietnam, they're amazing. we got guys that are like Walter Brophy, who was a POW, liberated, and he still comes to every meeting. He's 93. Like, who right. wouldn't want to see that? Who wouldn't want that to be their grandpa? Right? The hard, most hardcore guy and the nicest guy I've ever met in my life. But oh. those stories and examples are amazing. I didn't do anything like that. I just got hit by a suicide bomber. That's all I did in my eyes. I, mean, I know there's more to it than that, but I'm just saying, in terms of toughness, that guy's tough. And right. for our younger generation to be able to see icons and living legends like that, why wouldn't they oh. want to do that for one Sunday a month and say, look at this? I'm going through a lot, but imagine what this guy went through. Imagine what this guy went through, this girl went right. through. Right? And they need to see that, but they're not, because one, they don't either don't know what exists, or two, the voice isn't loud enough. So right. that's why we're here, is we're going to change all that. We're going to get people motivated, and we're going to get them out there, and we're going to get veterans back on their feet. All right. Well, we only have about a minute left, and Mike, uh, it was a pleasure having you on our show today. What would you like to share with our listeners in closing? That, that can take uh, just less than a minute. <laughs> I mean, just take light of what I've been saying. Like, okay. you, can, you can do it. Great. Get up every day and make the most out of your day. Make your hours count. Make your minutes count. And yes. I hate to say it, but stop feeling sorry for yourself. Like, I used to, and I, I, I'm not, you know, I've been there before. And I still feel sorry for myself to some respects, but at the end of the day, just be glad it was you when you're alive and it wasn't your buddy who was one inch to the left and, and got killed. We have That's life, true. it's precious, and we'd be given a second, a third, and a fourth, and a fifth chance. We need to do something with it, and you need to make something out of yourselves. Because right. that warrior resilient mindset is what we've been built on, it's what we've been trained on, and that's the way we need to execute on. 
All right. I appreciate your time there, Mike and, and Bill, Jim, and I want to thank you for being on the show also as a co-host. Uh, if you missed any of our live shows, all our shows are archived on demand 24-7 on the AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. And yes, you can hear all the archived shows right from your phone. And remember, the American Heroes Network radio spotlights and promotes the best available information of interest to America's veterans and their families anytime, anywhere, and on any device. I'm your host, Gary Ray, signing off, and thanks for listening to to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel. Thanks for joining us today, and let's have a terrific year and never give up on your passion. Thank you again for joining us for this week's edition of American Heroes Network. Please join Gary Ray again next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week. We are America, and we truly do believe you're the backbone of our nation. Family.